Welcome to The Walls and Beyond with Jimmy C. and Isaac. This is a podcast where we delve into the everyday ongoings within the prison institutions and individuals' behaviors and choices. I'm your friend and your host, Jimmy C. Gardner, and I am accompanied with my friend and co-host, Isaac. So let's uh let's begin uh let's begin Isaac by by jumping right off into it. Let's talk about gangs and how gangs were at uh at the walls. And and in my experience when I first arrived at the walls, you know, I encountered uh some very some very dangerous gangs. You had the skinheads, you had the Aryan Brotherhood. You had the Avengers, you had the Ku Klux Klan, you had uh, different motorcycle gangs, and these gangs were majorly white. And as we uh, have, you know, scathed across the surface early and spoken about, you know, the population, the demographics of the institution at that time was about 98, 99% white. And out of the probably 1,100, 1,200 prisoners, there were like 72 that were, that were black. and it was a very, very divisive institution at the time that I went in. And I can, I can just recall, you know, the, the racial tension, the, 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 the heated, the heated uh, arguments, some, some that occurred. You know, I can recall the individual calling me every N-word that you could think of. And, and I eventually got off into a, a, an altercation with the individual, which landed me in punitive segregation for two years. And I, I just remember that's, that was my beginning, but the gangs were there. Isaac, what, what, did you have any experience dealing with gangs when you first came into the walls? Yes. Um, gangs, cliques, whatever you want to call them. Uh, everybody, my first encounter was going to the chow hall and realizing that the chow hall had sections. What's the chow hall? Uh, the chow hall is where we call for eating, your dinner, lunchtime, and breakfast. That was it's chow hall. It's the dining room. The dining room. Okay. Okay. So I remember the chow hall uh, where when I went, you couldn't sit at certain locations in the chow hall, the dining room. Everything was geographically cut off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the skinheads had this section. Uh, the few blacks had this section. Very small. Very small. The, and the, it was funny. It was all, it was all racist. But the Aryan Brotherhood did have much respect for the Avengers, so they were clashing. So it was like, okay, you both hate was racism of black people, but they couldn't stand each other. So everything was geographically cut off, okay. which I was I found like was really strange. Okay, but true. And 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 that that does remind me um, when you spoke about the dining room. Uh, that's that's the incident. Uh, I, I really. You know, when I when I first arrived at the walls, you know, I didn't I didn't understand the different markers and the different people would like say, this is my space. This is my table. You don't sit at this table. This is my side of the room. You don't come to this side of the room. So I went in the dining room and but the next thing I knew, I was eating on the side of the dining room that was all white. And some of the black guys that came in, they were, they were over in the corner, like, and, and I, I didn't, I didn't think anything of it, but I believe that's what actually got me 
in the situation where I I, I uh encountered a a fight with a guy because he he just called me every kind of n word n word this and it, it it happened right there in the dining room and you and it's it's amazing yes. you mentioned the dining room but as I went on in my in my journey throughout the uh the institution I came to the understanding that men had territories. They marked their territories mm-hmm. and they, they, Absolutely. they they actually would put themselves in a the position to say, this is mine versus that is yours. This is mine. Don't step across this line. This is my section of the dining room, or yes. this is my section of the, 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 uh, the hall or this is my or, table or anything of that sort. Yes. So, so we, we went through those type of situations, but the, uh, the, the gangs like Isaac stated, the gangs were there and you had gangs going against gangs, white gangs going, going against white gangs because uh, it was all about trying to see who was going to actually be uh, being the ruler, the ruler, uh, the rulership power. type situation. Who's in power? Who got the juice? And uh, there was a lot of fighting in going in fighting. And there was a lot of stabbing at the institution. Yes. And I, I recall a lot of stabbing. Uh, yes. Do you recall any Isaac? Or was yes. It, was it, it was on the yard. Was anything happening when you were there? Yes, um, I was on the yard, uh, ninety ninety five, and um, I saw where a guy was messing with this. I guess he called him out of his name. Um, I was walking the yard, me and my friend, and he called him out of his name. And next thing you know, as we go into the you know the canteen, the, well, you go to the store, inmate commissary store was outside, and so you go outside. Go to inmate commissary store and you can purchase items, soap, toiletries, and whatever. I remember seeing the kid, the guy was doing a shoulder press. And as he was doing the shoulder press, he put the weight up from here. Um, the guy jumped on his back and started stabbing him. And uh, I looked and I'm like, you know, what in God's green, green earth is going on here? And he just kept stabbing him. The guy was just running around screaming. And uh, that was one of I was like, okay, this is real. Yeah. This ain't TV. This ain't Memorex. This is going on right now. And that's how it was. And then they called Cold Yellow. Everybody had to hit the floor. And the guard was in the tower booth, you know, with a gun and put his gun down and, and pointed on everybody on the, on, the, on, on the yard in Moundsville. And we all had hit the, hit the deck. That's what I remember. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and, and there were, there were there were officers with with uh, shotguns all throughout the institution on the walls. They had these little these little areas where they, they the little towers. Yes. They were in the towers. They were on top of the walls. Uh, no guns directly on the yard, but they were in the towers and on top of the of the walls. And uh, I just still recall it in my head seeing those images. And and it's now on lockup. This is what's crazy. And I don't know if you ever went to lockup. And, uh, the Moundsville was called North Hall. Right, right. Yes. Right. I, I never went there, no. Yeah, I'm not sure if you ever went to lockup. And, uh, and like Isaac said, it was called North Hall. <clears throat> in the period of, um, you know, I spent two years in North Hall. But North Hall, they had actually had officers with live rounds of ammunition. <sighs> and there would be shootings going on throughout the day or throughout the week. Because it was always a gang attack on each other. Next thing you know, this guy has his steel. That guy has his steel. The officer's yelling, drop it or the next one will get you. I'm still hearing clicks in my mind. And boom, boom. This lockup, which is North Hall, is is somewhere where 
No one wanted to go. No. If that was in their right state, state of mind. They didn't want to go to lockup. No, they didn't no. want to go to North Hall. Because North Hall was like an entirely different world. And this world was about trying to survive and staying out of harm's way and putting yourself in a position where you're going to make it to the next day. And you never know. It's, there were hits being given, you know, on people. Yes. It was a lot of things happening. But uh, thank God you didn't get, you didn't go over that North no, Hall. No, no. And uh, I know you spoke about '95. We left the prison in, actually in 1995. You know the walls was actually condemned Damned. in probably like 1980, uh, maybe '86, somewhere around there. But uh, we actually we didn't leave until 1995. And uh, uh, Isaac and I were one of the first few that left uh, and went and set up the law library at Mount Olive Correctional Complex. You remember that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But um, these gangs that that were at the prison, yeah, they continued on. They went on from Mount Moundsville to Mount Olive, and they still exist today, even at Huttonsville and you know other prisons throughout the state. Yeah. But you know, at the time we came through, this was a a very dangerous time. You know, we survived coming out of that situation, and um, you know, the gangs were were were, were bad, and and. You know, just overall life was bad, but the gangs were bad and um, we were able to make it out of that situation without mm -hmm. encountering uh, any serious harm or danger by the gangs. And uh, before we conclude on, on, on this topic and this segment about the gangs, uh, Isaac, uh, can you can you just let the audience know uh, that did, did, uh, anyone ever approach you or, or talk to you about the, the, this gang life and at Mount Olive or Mount? Or a uh, Moundsville or Mount Olive? Well, Moundsville, no, because like I said in episode uh, one, um, when I said the guy told me, the old head told me, the wise words of wisdom was, worry about what's going on in here, keep your mouth closed, and mind your business. If you do that, you wouldn't have no problems and stay to yourself. And, and I, I stated myself because, you know, obviously I didn't know nobody here. I'm, I'm from New Jersey, mm -hmm. I'm, in, I'm in West Virginia. I'm in the second, second rank worst penitentiary in the world. You know, I'm you know I'm out here for a culinary class, so uh, I keep my nose clean and mind my business. No doubt, no doubt. And that's just a little a little tidbit of information that we, we're providing today, dealing with the gangs at uh at the walls. And those gangs, like we said, those gangs were very treacherous and dangerous. And and we're just fortunate to to, to be in a yes. position to to talk about those gangs today and not have any types of uh, negative effects or lingering effects from being involved with that stuff back in, uh, back in our days. You know, there were, there were times when individuals, you know, it was a, a recruiting process that, that went down and, you know, be, being a, a person of color, you know, I, there weren't, there weren't any gangs as far as persons of color, black gangs, but the black guys, you know, they, they, they tried to keep to themselves and, and, and just stay out of harm's way. But uh, as far as white gangs, there was a recruitment process that was ongoing uh, until the time I left the, uh, the institution. But I, I know we were making a statement earlier about uh, Moundsville, West Virginia, Moundsville, West Virginia, uh, the walls. And Isaac and I, we left in 95. I know Isaac mentioned about 1995, what happened. But we left in 95 when they opened the new prison. It's called Mount Olive Correctional Complex. And we went into Mount Olive Correctional Complex and we... We were, we were uh, one of the crews that helped set up the law library there. The Walls and Beyond. 
with Jimmy C and Ice. Jimmy C and Ice. Listen to us and view us on YouTube, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So we're gonna continue on to our next section, and that next section is gonna deal with the racism. You know, racism in the state of West Virginia as a whole was um it was um it was a different level. Different level. Because the entire state was, I believe, at the time I went in, was like two percent black. And there was some, you know, institutionalized racism, of course, you know, some some blatant racism acts, some racist acts that occurred throughout yeah. my time. You know, I've seen black guys get well, I didn't see it, but I know black guys got stabbed. And uh I actually spoke with a number of black guys that actually got stabbed. And uh, but no one died by the grace of God. So there were some uh some some different forms of racism that 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 were very relevant in the West Virginia penitentiary. So so Isaac, uh, I know I know you mentioned earlier about having an opportunity to meet up with Dealsworth, and he he lets you know he you're the first black guy that he's friends with. Well, how does how does staff treat you as far as you know, we, we're being black guys and you're encountering because most of the staff was white. There right. was only maybe one, if if not one or two. I'm thinking one. Right. There was one black person that worked in the walls when we were there. And yeah. I remember just one officer, one black officer. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't get a chance to meet him. Um, I heard about him um, because we was on a receiving unit uh, when I got to the walls. It was filled with the seals correctional officers being Caucasian. So I didn't see a black guy as a, a correctional officer. Now I seen him on the, well, they had the towers where they walked. I saw him from a distance, but I never had a chance to personally, you know, encounter him. Um, as far as racism is, was concerned, I mean, no matter where you looked, where you turned, it was right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a thing where, you know, racism and they let you know about it they let you know that you are not a human being you're a second class um and you're not worthy of a number okay we all had a number what i mean by is we all inmates have a prison number and my number was 18918 and i was reminded that every day that you're not a name you're a number Mm -hmm. and you're worth you're worthless because the number we're giving you is more important than who you are as a human being. So I suffered and seen that firsthand. No doubt, no doubt. And and like and like Isaac saying, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of times that correctional officers try to deprive or strip certain individuals of of dignity. their their dignity yes. and and try to place them in a position where they felt less than less than than not. But um you know, there's a lot going on in this institution. And uh, that, that leads me into uh, the next section about where correctional officers, you know, uh, how they dealt with prisoners, the correctional officers and brutality. So, so as, did you recall any, any moments where, where officers, because um, I mean, the females were, were treated totally indifferent. Yes. Totally indifferent. Did you encounter any types of uh, situations yes. where that occurred? You know, I did. I, I've seen female, female correctional officers be treated uh, despicable. Um, if they had a Me Too movement, movement back then. Oh, my. It, 
Mount the Correctional Facility oh in West Virginia oh would be on the top top of the list. Yes, because <laughs> I speak to oh I speak the truth of all those female correctional officers that yeah. I've encountered who have experienced hardship, yeah. degradation, yes, disrespectfulness oh my. on a blatant scale. Oh my, I, they should have a Me Too movement for them because mm-hmm. they didn't do anything wrong, but try to try to do their job. Right. But being ostracized, alienated, harassed. and disrespected and harassed oh my. Every, every, on oh my. a high level of just, it's just, it didn't make no sense. Yeah. And here it is, you would think that this could be your sister, this could be your aunt, this could be your mother, and these yeah. male correctional officers didn't care. We're just, you know, happy to be able to, to share this, you know, on, on, on this podcast here with you all. And, and it can go deeper, you know. You got correctional officers, their behaviors were you know, totally irrational at times. I mean, like I said, you got good and bad. You have good and bad. Yes. But you have a lot of individuals that, that, that uh, use their authority over people and, and try to, you know, degrade or, 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 or minimize individuals, you know, worthiness or, or their positions as human beings, you know, on this earth because of certain titles and because of certain, you know, rankings and things of that sort. Yes. But, uh, you know, going through that uh, institution of the walls and Mount Olive Correctional Complex, you know, we, we just encountered so much and, 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 and we're able to be able to speak to here today, you know, in support, mm-hmm. like Isaac said, in support of the women and men that went through certain yes. challenges and, and, and hardships, you know, mm-hmm. due to others imposing their wills and ranks on them. Yes. But, uh, you know, just like we made it out of the institution, you know, some other individuals made it out of the institution yes. also. And like we said, that turnover rate was high and it still is very, very high. You know, and, and we can go on and on throughout the day. You right. know, we, we don't we, we don't want to take it too far. But, hey, we do want to make sure we mention, you know, some of the the atrocities and some of the, the, the hardships that that not just on the side of the prisoners went through, but on the side of of, of the female correctional officers and the black officers, male and female you know, right. that that have been uh that were minimalized right. or, yeah, yeah. Or, or or discriminated against. And that happened you yes. know, that happened often. Yeah. But we're just thankful mm-hmm. to be able to share with you all information about what happened at the walls and give you all look here, this this is not scripted. We 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 come off the top and give yes. you what it is, what it was and how it is yes. right now. Yes. You know, absolutely. And, and and it's just a blessing to be able to sit here with my brother uh Isaac, man, and 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 we can still have the, you know, the memories and we still have the, the mindset mm-hmm. and, and the information from within. And we're able to, you know, convey that to you all today. The Walls and Beyond with Jimmy C and Ice. Jimmy C and Ice. Listen to us and view us on YouTube, Spotify, 